Welcome to the Prophecy Club. I'm going to call this program Steps to the Mark of the Beast. And I'm going to come at it from a very unusual angle. We're going to start with Fox News 7-15-2021 headline. The Black National Anthem is reportedly set to return before NFL games for good starting in 2021. It goes on to say, lift every voice and sing, unquote, was played before the start of week one games during the 2020 NFL season. And front office sports reported Wednesday, the NFL plans to make it a, quote, prominent part of the big league events. The NFL plans on ratcheting up the messaging for the 2021 season. This has something to do with the mark of the beast? Yes. Stay tuned. Lift every voice and sing before week one games last year in the midst of a summer of racial unrest across major metropolitan cities in the United States. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell acknowledged the Black Lives Matter movement as well. We at the NFL League believe Black Lives Matter. I personally protest with you and want to be part of the much-needed change in this country, he said in last year's video. Now, I need to say, some of my very best friends and congregation members are not just black, but brown. We have oriental. We have all kinds in our congregation. I love them. So I'm not trying to say that one race is better than another race, but that's what they're doing. They're trying to bring division in America. They're trying to divide so that they can conquer. So I looked up, lift every voice and sing, is often referred to as the black national anthem in the United States. It is a hymn written by a poem, James Weldon Johnson, in 1900, for the anniversary of Abraham Lincoln's birthday in 1905, according to Wikipedia. Okay, so how does that have to do with the mark of the beast? It is another step, or it is a precursor to the mark of the beast. Well, how could that be? All right, well, let's look up the word precursor. It is one that precedes and indicates, suggests, or announces someone or something to come. One that precedes another, a forerunner of a predecessor. Now I'm going to jump to the, I'm actually opening the PowerPoint of a DVD that I did years ago. I'd have to look it up. It's like eight or nine years ago. But I'm going to jump to page 70. Headline says, how do these relate to the mark of the beast? So I'm going to ask you. Now it's a a little bit better if you could actually see what I'm talking about, but I'm looking at a pink ribbon, a yellow ribbon, and as you recall, these used to be put on people everywhere. You see yellow and pink ribbons on people's lapels, their dresses, and sometimes uh, things around their wrist, bumper stickers with pink and yellow ribbons on them. Okay, so what are they saying? We also noticed that the NFL began wearing pink, I mean pink armbands on the officials, pink armbands on some of the players, some of the people in the major leagues, the baseball, football, hockey, several things. Okay, what are they doing? Well, it comes from the song, you know, tie a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree. And of course, we're all familiar with that. How does that have to do with the mark of the beast? It's another step where the Moloch and the ball worshipers, like they said to Benjamin Fulford, we have ruled this planet for thousands of years. We're going to continue to rule it or we're going to destroy it. It's another step where they're getting control over us. Well, wait a minute. You mean wearing a pink ribbon or a yellow ribbon is getting control over us? Yes, it's getting us to be a joiner. 
we all want to be, I mean, like when I go play racquetball, I'd like for the other guys to really want me to play with them. But I'm an old man. I'm not very good. And I'm slow. And a lot of the young bucks that are much better than me don't really want to play with me. I don't like that. I mean, we all want to be a joiner. We all want to be accepted. We all want to be appreciated. So, because everybody else is wearing a yellow ribbon, we wear a yellow ribbon. Because everybody else is wearing a pink ribbon, we wear a pink ribbon. All right, now let's talk about the V. I used to be able to say this word, but I can't say that word anymore. I'll be taken off the platform. This is the V that started coming out in March of 2020, and everybody was getting sick from the V. And then they came out with the anti-V. <laughs> of course, now if you don't want to take the anti-V, you're not part of the joiner. So you're ousted, and it's going to get worse according to many sources. Now, let me go on to my point here. What about liquids on airplanes? Oh, Stan. Liquids on airplanes? You mean where we have to put them in a bag to get them onto an airplane? Yes. How does that relate to the mark of the beast? I didn't know that it did. It's another step in getting control over the people so that we will learn, yes, you can carry that little small object, but you have to put it into a bag to get it onto an airplane. In other words, control over us. Then x-ray scanners. Now, it used to be that we could just walk through a scanner. But in a lot of places these days, now you have to walk in, turn sideways, spread your legs, put your hands above you so that they can x-ray you. And if you go online, and if you look at some of the pictures of what the person can actually see, it's almost like undressing you. Well, you see, that's another step toward showing us that they have control over us. What about tattoos? Now, how do tattoos relate to the mark of the beast? Stan, you've just gone too far. Tattoos have nothing to do with the mark of the beast. Well, if you could see what I'm looking at, some of the tattoos I've pulled up. For example, here's one. It's pretty innocent. It's just a star. Here's another one. It's just a sun. And here's another one, just a swirl. But you see, if you understand that that swirl is actually a 666, if you understand that that sun is actually one step away from literally being the mark of the beast, according to three different people that have had dreams that show us what the mark of the beast looks like, then you understand that it's getting us ready so that we'll accept things being marked onto our body. We'll accept injections being put into us for a V or an anti-V. How does the 55-mile-an-hour speed limit Relate to the mark of the beast. Okay, now you've gone too far, Stan. That doesn't have anything to do with the mark of the beast. Well, wait a minute. January 2 of 1974, the Emergency Highway Energy Conservation Act limited the national maximum speed to 55 miles an hour. Some of us older folks remember that. You know, Breaker Breaker 19, you got a copy. How's it looking over your shoulder? Hey, it looks all the way back, green all the way. Go ahead. Okay, I did all that. In those days, states had to agree to the limit if they desired to receive federal funding for highway repair. Now, we were told that this was because of the 1973 oil embargo, the oil crisis. This was to save fuel, was it? Well, actually, it only saved about 1%. <laughs> In other words, it didn't reduce our oil consumption at all. Okay, so then what was it really about? It was so that you could learn, if they tell you you can't go over 55 miles an hour, you can't go over 55 miles an hour. If they tell you you have to take an anti-V shot, you got to take it. If they tell you you got to take a, 
a tattoo, you got to take it. You see, it's another step in getting us to do what they want to do. So yellow or pink ribbons, tattoos, 55 mile an hour. What about body piercings? You know, it used to be that we didn't see tattoos on people. It used to be that we hardly ever saw body piercings on people. That is outside of uh, nice ladies with their earrings. But today we see them in their nose, their cheeks, their lips, both men and women. Well, how does a body piercing relate to the mark of the beast? Well, if I can get you to put a body piercing in, if I can get you to take an anti-V or a tattoo, that's one more step closer to getting you to take the mark of the beast. Now let's go back and do a little bit of history. In 1880, a new legitimate group was in charge of dispensing justice in Texas called the Texas Rangers. Now, let me just say before we get into this, I love Texas and I love Texas law enforcement. But I also believe that there is an evil group of people, we call them Moloch and Baal worshippers, or some people say Baal, that's fine to say it that way too, evil in high places that are behind the scenes, under the table, and these people like to come in and have their little secret signs that are uniting them and showing each person who is with them and who is not, and that they're in charge and that you think you're in charge and you're really not. So back to the point. In 1880, a new legitimate group was in charge of dispensing justice in Texas called the Texas Rangers. Many of the Texas Rangers were members of a clan, of the clan. This is according to uh, legendsofamerica.com. Edward gained their loyalty by stoking their egos. Edward used his money and influence to try and make them famous. And if you look at some of the older badges, and I'm looking at some of the badges, these are round with a star in the middle. And on that star, plainly and openly, is 666. Not just one, but just go in and do a little search, Texas Rangers badges, You'll see it, and it's shocking. I don't think I've ever talked about this on radio before, but I think I probably should bring this up, too. So if you have a dollar bill in your pocket or purse, you might pull it out and look at the back of it. If you look at the back of it, you see that there is what appears to be a round emblem. It's actually a a, a coin, and there's two sides to it, one on this side of of the dollar bill, one on the other side. The one side has a pyramid there, And if you look at the top of the pyramid, you see that there's a triangle with an eye in it. And if you look very closely at that eye, you actually see why, well, that's actually a left eye, not a right eye, but the left eye. And then you see all kinds of what appears to be light rays coming out of that that triangle with an eye in it. That represents the name of this organization called the Illuminati. The left eye meaning right, is like Republican to the right, Christian. So the left means that this is an evil organization. The light rays represent what they believe that they are. They believe that they are the Illuminati or the Illumined Ones because they follow the Illumined One. If you get the book, Morals and Dogma, on page 321, it says that Lucifer is the light. (laughs) That's another lie. We know that Jesus is the light of the world, but see, that's what he wants to do. He wants to be God, and that's what he tries to tell us in his lies, that we too can be gods. All we have to do is follow him. 
another lie. At the top of this round coin-looking thing, in the top left corner has Anuit. Top right corner is coeptus. Those are Latin words, and it means announcing conception. Then on the bottom, it says Novus Ordo Seclorum. That means new order secular. Now, if you look up on the Internet, it's going to tell you that Novus Ordo Seclorum means new order of the ages. Another lie. <laughs> That's not what it means. It means announcing the conception of a new order secular, or secular meaning without God. That's their goal. What they want to do is form a new world order without God. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Sam. Yeah, We know that Antichrist wants to set on the Ark of the Covenant. That's not having a world without God. No, but they understand before you can replace and bring in Lucifer as the new God, you have to first remove the old God. So that's their goal, is to first, in America, that's why they put it on our money, is first they're saying we have to remove the old God, the old God based upon the Bible. Then if you look closely at the pyramid, you'll discover there's actually 13 different rows. And then on the bottom row is M-D-C-C-L-X-X-V-I. That's 1776. Oh, that's that represents 1776. You know, July the 4th, when, when America became a nation. Actually, that's not what it means. It actually represents May 1st, 1776. Have you ever heard someone say May Day? Maybe like on an old movie or something, you'd see the pilot, and he's about to crash, and he's hollering over the microphone on his airplane, May Day, May Day, May Day. Have you ever wondered what that means? See, May Day, or May 1st, is the day that the Illuminati was formed, specifically May 1st, 1776. So when they put MDCCLXXVI across the bottom of that pyramid, they're not saying, oh, July 4th, uh, 1776, that's when America was created. No, no. They're saying that's when the Illuminati was created. And the pilot that hollers, May Day, May Day, May Day, is actually saying, I'm one of your fellow bonesmen. I'm one of your fellow, fellow New World Order people. And you are commanded to help me. See, all Masons are commanded to help other Masons unless it would hurt them to do so. I mean, in some of the rituals, and, you know, the, we have all of this and other DVDs that we've got up on Watch Prophecy Club. I mean, I learned this stuff, it seemed like centuries ago, but I learned this stuff back in the 90s. We have DVDs at WatchProphecyClub.com that explain all of this. As a matter of fact, the particular PowerPoint that I'm looking from is called System of the Mark of the Beast. And you can go to Watch Prophecy Club right now, watch, excuse me, WatchProphecyClub.com, Right now, and you can watch me actually explaining all of this, every detail of this, and you actually see it on video, too. The MDCCLXXVI means the Illuminati was formed in 1776, May 1st. Now, what about May 1st? Have you ever heard of, like, Maypole? You know, that's where they take a flagpole, and they have these different colored streamers hanging down from the pole, and then they have children take these streamers and they walk around the pole, typically to the left or counterclockwise, in other words, symbolizing evil, and the children walk around the maypole and they walk in and out, 
in and out, circling in on about around each other as they walk around the Maypole. That symbolizes wrapping all of the other nations into a one world government, new world order, of which their man will be the head of it, called the beast or the Antichrist. Now that is explaining just one side of that coin. <laughs> There's a lot more. I'll briefly explain the other side. You really need to watch this to explain it. But essentially, you'll see on the other side, you see that there is an eagle, and in one of his claws, he has 13 leaves, and they're olive leaves, and that represents the dove that came back into Noah's ark, and the olive leaf represents peace. The other claw is holding 13 arrows. So they have 13 olive leaves. They have 13 arrows. Why would they do that? What is that saying? It's saying we're in charge. We decide when there's war. We decide when there's peace. We decide who wins and who loses. Now, there's a lot of other symbolism in this, but I want to point out just this last thing. And then in the mouth of the eagle... It says, E pluribus unum. <laughs> I can remember, I think it was my fourth grade teacher, had us pull out a dollar bill and pointed out E pluribus unum. That means that, I mean, that's what she told us. That means that America was actually one nation that was formed out of many other nations. <laughs> no, sorry, but that's not what it means. It's saying that of all of the nations on the earth, we're going to form one nation. See, E pluribus unum is Latin for from many one, meaning from many nations, we will form a world government. Oh, what a dastard plan. What a terrible plan. Actually, that's God's plan. Revelation says, and he shall put upon their hearts to fulfill his will and to give their kingdom unto the beast until the words of God should be fulfilled. It is God's plan that these evil people should form a world government, should make a great Superman army, literally be super soldiers, to bring them down upon the mountains of Israel, where he will return using the morning star in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump, blow that morning star, which is a lightsaber. As it hits them, Zechariah 14 describes what happens. Their eyes consume out of the socket. The tongue consumes out of the, the mouth, and the flesh consumes off of the bones before the soldiers can even hit the ground. Now, I know that sounds nuclear, but that's not nuclear. That's the morning star. And then that we know that, that the bones are left, because you go into Ezekiel 38 and 39. It says that it takes seven months for the fowls to eat the people killed in one battle, and then they hire people of continual employment to go out, and if they see a bone, to put a sign by it so that the barriers can come and bury the bone. So we know that it doesn't burn the bones, but it burns all of the flesh. That's the morning star. Now, as I've said many times, as that morning star hits us, out of our belly flows rivers of living water, and in an instant, just that quick, we get a glorified body. All of our crowns, all our rewards, all of our mantles, all of our permanent, eternal clothes, whatever we're going to get, he said, my reward is with me. So that morning star is our reward, our new body, our eternity. Jesus said, he who believes in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And that's when we get our eternal body. And as that morning star hits the tares, they fall to the ground a pile of ashes and bones. So 
as you look at the back of this $1 bill, when it says announcing the conception of a new order secular or announcing the conception to form a world government without God, what they're really doing, <laughs> what they're really doing is exactly what God has put on their heart to do. They think they're so smart. We've hidden this right here on the back of the $1 bill. We've got the all-seeing eye on top of the pyramid. We're in charge. <laughs> Not. <laughs> Sorry, Charlie, it's God in charge. He put that on your heart so that he can kill you. So he can bring you down to attack Israel. So you can bring you down. And in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, you'll fall to the ground, a pile of ashes and bone, destroying both body and soul in an instant. Revelation says it this way. And I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him that sat on the horse, that's Jesus, and his armies. And the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet, which wrought miracles before them, with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast, and then that had worshipped his image. These both were cast alive into the lake, burning with fire and brimstone. And the remnant were slain by the sword of him that sat on the horse, which sword proceeded out of his mouth, and all the fowls were filled with their flesh. That's Armageddon. So as you look at the back of the $1 bill, and you see them thinking that they are so much in charge. We are announcing the conception of a new order without God, and we are a pluribus unaman. We decide when war is, and we decide when peace is, and who wins, who loses. Just understand, all they're doing is following God's plan. God's plan to destroy them in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. Now let me jump to Ezekiel twenty-eight twelve. It's really talking about Lucifer here. If you want to know about Lucifer and him and his plan, this really reveals it. As you look at the Statue of Liberty, and it's full of all kinds of symbolism, and I don't have time to go into all of it, which, by the way, again, that's all. You know, all this stuff is all explained on Watch Prophecy Club. Go up there, get subscribed. <laughs> you cannot see it all in a weekend. You can't see it all in a month. I mean, what's... 25 years of DVDs. I mean, there's like 330 DVDs, each one about two hours each. More than, and, and you're not going to find most of this stuff on the internet anymore. It's all gone. It's all been removed. But anyway, what it's talking about is the real truth behind, for example, the Statue of Liberty holds up a torch. Also, we see the Olympic runner that starts. They have them light a big torch, and this this big torch they light, and then they have a runner with this torch, and he runs around holding the torch. What does that mean? That is them saying, we are the Illuminati, and we are in charge. And here it is in the scripture, Ezekiel twenty-eight twelve. Son of man, take up a lamentation upon the king of Tyrus. Now, king of Tyrus is another word for Lucifer. And saying to him, Thus saith the Lord God, Thou sealest up the sum, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. This is talking about Lucifer. In other words, when he was created, he was full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering. So somehow his body was actually stones, but there's more. Every precious stone was thy covering, and Sardis, topaz, and the diamond, and the barrel, and the onyx, and the jasper, and the sapphire, and the emerald, and the carbuncle, and gold, and the workmanship of thy tabrets and of thy pipes. In other words, this guy was a walking, talking, praise and worship machine. He had all kinds of 
precious stones, and somehow he had pipes and tabrets. As he walked, he made music. He was the praise and worship leader in heaven before he fell, which is no wonder why we see so many songs from so many evil people from the devil out there. I mean, he sends all of these songs to these devilish people. The workmanship of thy tabrets and of thy pipes was prepared in thee in the day that thou was created. So he was created. I, I, I don't think the right word is perfect, but pretty good. Okay, He was created without sin in the beginning. Verse 14. Thou art the anointed cherub that covereth. Okay, what does that mean? It means that his praise and worship covered the throne. Not covered like wings, but he played it, and that was part of what was at the throne. And I have set thee so. Thou wast upon the holy mountain of God. Thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. So somehow he walked in the presence of God, He brought the presence of God out to the people. He gathered the light from God in those stones, and then he brought the light of God out to the people, and he brought praise and worship out to the people. Or I should say people. It's probably the wrong word. Probably angels, okay? But he was the anointed cherub that covered. So he gathered the power, the anointing, the light, and brought it out to the angels at that time. Thou was perfect in thy ways from the day that thou was created, till iniquity was found in thee. In other words, he actually made the decision that he would fall from light into darkness, that he would fall from holiness into exact 100% opposite total evil. By the multitude of thy merchandise, they have filled the midst of thee with violence. Now, when it says merchandise, I believe it's talking about the praise and worship, the pipes, the gold, the, the, the diamonds, the, all of the stones, where he gathered the light of God with the praise and worship and brought it out to the angels. They have filled the midst of thee with violence, and thou hast sinned. Therefore, I will cast thee as a profane out of the mountain of God, and I will destroy thee, O covering cherub, from the midst of the stones of fire. So he actually walked in the presence of God. He decided that he wanted to be worshipped like God was worshipped. Verse 17, thine heart was lifted up because of thy beauty. So he used to be very beautiful. Thou hast corrupted thy wisdom by the reason of thy brightness. I will cast thee to the ground. Now, that hasn't happened yet. That happens in the middle of the tribulation. I will lay thee before kings that they may behold thee. Thou hast defiled thy sanctuaries by the multitude of thine iniquities. By the iniquity of thy traffic, therefore, will I bring forth a fire from the midst of thee, and it shall devour thee, and I will bring thee to ashes upon the earth in the sight of all them that behold thee. In other words, in the middle of the tribulation is when the devil is cast out, Lucifer is cast out, and he cast out down to the earth, and that's when the woman is fleeing down south, going to the real Mount Sinai, and then a flood comes out of the dragon's mouth, and the earth helps the woman, opens up, and swallows up the flood, and then he's wroth with the woman, went to make war with the people that did not leave Jerusalem. Verse 19, All they that know thee among the people shall be astonished at thee. Thou shalt be a terror, and never shalt thou be anymore. So here's what happens. 
in the middle of the tribulation, when he's cast out and he is cast and goes into the body of the Antichrist or the beast, at the end of that, when he gathers the beast and the false prophet and casts them into the, the lake that burns with fire and brimstone, and he destroys his body. Revelation fourteen eleven says, And the smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever, and they have no rest day or night who worship the beast and his image, and whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. Then Revelation 20.10 says, And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. Their bodies are destroyed, but their soul lives forever in total torment, along with those people that take the mark of the beast, which is another reason why, if you haven't already got my book, Miss the Mark, you want to get that and get that into the hands of the people that you love, because anybody who takes that mark of the beast is tossed into the lake that burns with fire and brimstone with the beast, the false prophet, and Lucifer with no hope of escape. You can now watch 160 Prophecy Club recordings without interruption. The introductory rate, $20 recurring monthly subscription. A one-year subscription is a gift of $200. You get the first three days free just to check it out. Watch prophecyclub.com. Due to many emergencies across the land, most people are out of Berkey water filters. We have them in stock at prophecyclub.com. Cornerstoneassetmetals.com is owned by a prophecy student who reads his King James Bible and supports Prophecy Club. Call cornerstoneassetmetals.com for gold, silver, palladium, rhodium bars, or coins. They can help you roll over your IRA, 401k. So tell cornerstoneassetmetals.com Prophecy Club sent you. We would not be here without your prayers and generous financial support. 